it's your scratched window ruining your view. Starting from scratch to your experts at removing scratches from windows and any glass surface. Whether it's general scratches around the home or a knife graffiti tag shop front, they can remove it. They're also helping the environment by saving the window from being dumped into landfill while bringing the glass back to its former glory without the scratches. Don't replace your scratched window. All right, welcome to the Cobracast with the Prez and VP. I'm the host, Ricky Rifty the Prez. Um, got my co-host coming along, Etto. Where are you, mate? Go, mate. Ah, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, I forgot, mate. Better get it. Yeah, mask on, mate. Mask on. Yep. All right. Bit awkward. Gonna be, be COVID safe. Yeah, mate. <sighs> Stuff that. That's annoying as hell. Um, <laughs> I keep saying to you, mate, just embrace it. As I said to you earlier when we spoke, uh, you know, people complaining about it, just make it part of your look. You know, go out, find something that you know quite uh, you know, suits you, and just chuck it on and get into it. Yeah, you, you've made it part of your fit, haven't you? You've just you got the drip going on, the Raiders <laughs> cap on, you got the the bandana, yeah, the, you know, the bad style hoodie, the jersey, mate. Absolutely, three different sports teams all in one drip, but I don't know. <laughs> That's sort of stock standard for me, though, isn't it, mate? Yeah, well, you are a, you are a lover of all many sports teams. Oh, absolutely, yeah, mate. So, uh, um, fifty episodes, mate. We're yeah, fifty. Fifty. Look at that. Do we get all a medal? Right. Uh, I've got my fifty game medal right next to me. I was actually going to put it on, but I thought better of it. <laughs> oh, mate, you should have told me I would have grabbed mine out as well, and I could have even got my life member. Oh, yeah, you don't have one right of those right. yet, do you? <laughs> you I was going to say. Uh, well, Joey's already onto it. <laughs> Cobra face mask, yeah, it sounds. We'll have to get into add it to the uh, apparel list. I think that's for sure. I actually got an email today from the company that done our stubby holders and stickers about them. So, you know, the bear trap wants to buy fifty of them. We might think about it. Yeah, we'll get on the store and grab yourself a, a beanie while you're look checking out apparel. We have got new that's beanies right. up, so hit up the so, store, mate. Before we uh, get you know, stuck into it, Rifty, we're on the, uh, the opposite end of the interview this morning. Yeah, mate, we uh, joined uh, Craig for a, a what was it, a Yank? A Yank on the Footy podcast. Yank on the Footy podcast. Um, it was a bit different getting uh, interviewed and asked about what we've been doing and stuff. Um, it was quite good. It was a good chat. We chatted for a couple of hours, and I tell you what, I was glad I don't have to edit it at the end of it. So. <laughs> um, yeah, you- Tell you what, he's got the right idea though. Just doing audio, it was up like that. <clears throat> yeah, made him straight onto it, and he, I uh, think he got a got a good laugh out of it. We made sure we tried to share a bit of laughter. Yeah, you, um, you, you, you threw me well and truly under the bus, though, you bastard. What? Just, you well, know. sorry, some mates say you threw me under the cruise ship. Actually, well, it's, it's fair, <laughs> fair, but warranted. But I, Check that out and all these other episodes. Uh, Yank on the Yank on the Footy uh, podcast on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify. Uh, follow Yank on the Footy on Facebook and yeah, mate, fifty episodes. Uh, can you bloody believe it? Yeah, mate. It's, we were thinking if we got to twenty episodes, we'll be pretty happy. But fifty's uh, it's only the start too because we've got a shitload more uh, recorded and you know plenty plenty more lined up as well. But What's what's been the favourite moment so far? What's been the favourite? 
Uh, favorite part or favorite interview we've done so far? And don't say well, I, to talk to Ricky Olerenko because <laughs> that's too obvious. Uh, it's it's hard to go past the fighting squids. To be honest with you, mate, just like their story. And so the, the no, I take, I've taken back my favorite excuse of why a team couldn't jump on at a certain times of fighting squids. I was chatting to them trying to tee it up. I'm like, hey, about Saturday morning, so Friday night your time. He's turning around going, nah, it doesn't work for me. We train Friday nights, then get on the piss. And I was like, well, that's the greatest answer I've ever heard in my life. So. And it's, it's still a little way away, the Fort Lauderdale fighting squid. Oh, that's like two weeks away. Yeah, it's a little while. But if. Oh, compared. If got time, compared. <laughs> yeah, jump on their Facebook page and check out some of their pictures and you'll get an idea of the characters we're dealing with. Yeah, but uh, no, but a proper answer to your question. My favourite interview we've done uh, without would probably be Berlin, which got released the other day, just because of, you know, I explained the intro and I explained on that episode, you know, my sort of train of thoughts that day with my daughter coming along and then it was a real passionate chat about women's footy. Um, but yeah, that was probably one of my favourite ones. But all of them have been great. Like, I can't, all of them have had like little bits and pieces that we find out about them. So, how about yourself? Yeah. What's been your favourite? Well, it's, it is hard, uh, hard to pick a favourite, I think. Um, one of the the ones that just released was a funny chat with the guys from Water, uh, Waterland Eagles. Um, they sort of seemed like they'd fit right in at our club and, and um, it was sort of, you know, we chatted to them for about half an hour doing the interview and probably chatted to them a bit longer afterwards and it was just like chatting to a couple of boys at the club. So um, that was that was a good one. But, one, you know, some of the, the stuff we've learnt throughout all, a lot of these different ones has been great and, um, you know, some of the American clubs and, and all the European clubs were learning a lot from. And... Sorry, yeah, I'm actually going to re- um, – you just triggered my answer. My favourite – it's not one interview per se, but my favourite. It's learning about how tightly knit this Aussie rules community is um, around the world. Like you've got, you know, Vietnam and you know, Japan, all Asian clubs will try and get together. European clubs will all work together. All the American clubs will work together. It's not like here where it's, okay, you're our rival – We'll play you that city. They all try and work together and help each other out trying to grow the game. That's probably my favourite thing um, that we've learned through this. Yeah, yeah. I, and we, we keep saying it. We've, we've, yeah, I've done a couple of media interviews and I've, I've said the, so the same thing, that we've learned loving, uh, we've loved learning about all these different clubs and the way they do things and, and you know, finding out how tight-knit the communities are and, uh, one of the things we learned early on was uh, from Cardiff Panthers that they had this well-being officer and that's something that we've taken on board and we want to try and implement in ours because, you know, we value mental health um, as a pretty important thing to, to be across with our footy club. And, um, you know, I know the footy community is mourning the loss of uh, Shane Tuck and our condolences go out to his family and, um, something we preach very highly on our show is reach out if you do need help, but also to check up on your mates, um, th- especially throughout these times. And, you know, there's Lifeline and, and um, you know, organisations like Beyond Blue and outside the locker room doing great work. So, yeah, I just want right, to get that off the yeah. top, mate. All right, let's uh, bring it up a bit now. So we've got a couple of special guests tonight. We've got Jake Norris and Vietnam Swans will be joining us very, very shortly. Yeah, Cobra Cast number one fan as he's affectionately known. Uh, your mate, <clears throat> Brenton Harris from the Catholic Guilt, uh, local Melbourne band that you've decided to plug in, you know, try and get him on to chat about footy and just promote a local band through this current uh, climate. 
And then we're going to chat to Jamie Townend, the president of the West Lothian Eagles, our very first uh, international guest that we had on. So we've got a big show lined up, mate. But um, Yeah, a bit of a throwback, yeah. mate. Yeah, so let's get I, – I, I was excited to get him on. I'm not going to lie to you. Now that I've seen what he's got his bloody name as, I'm you know, a little bit uh, – he's in the waiting oh, room now with his, I can't his name. So bring him in, mate. Come uh, on, get him well, on. Welcome, welcome to the show, the Cobracast number one fan, Jakey Baranoris. Hey, how we doing, boys? Hey, uh, hey, good welcome, mate, yourself? Welcome. Yeah, not too bad. Thanks. Cheers for having me on. Ah, thanks for joining us, mate. And, mate, we may as well get straight into it. <sighs> Liverpool, eh? Champions? How excited are you? Have you have you have you come down off cloud nine yet, or what? It's been a good four weeks, mate, since it was all sewn up. But uh, watching the trophy lift the other day was pretty pretty special. Uh, it would have been good to have a few fans there, but uh, that will come later, I guess. We'll get a parade later down the tracks, hopefully. So, yeah, been bloody good couple of days anyway on the on the on the lagers. He's absolutely stitched me up there. I didn't have that on the run sheet purely just trying to. See if I can slide it under the carpet. I expected you to bring it up at some point, but I didn't think Rifty was going to, you know, throw me on the bus that early. Being the fact that it's been a you know, Liverpool, hey, mate, as... you had a good win, mate. You knocked us off, so a couple of weeks yeah. ago. Anyway. Yeah, then we knock off Man City, and then we absolutely butcher it against yeah. bloody Aston Villa. Yeah, yeah. well, I'm a lifeline. Practice matches now. Like yeah, championships it. done. So uh, I don't mean meaningless wins. Uh, FA Cup means something, mate. <laughs> the FA Cup's all it about until we get beaten in that, and then it doesn't really matter. <laughs> so. Yeah, all oh, right, mate. Well, that's enough about the round ball. I, I, to be honest, I couldn't really give two shits who won it. Uh, <laughs> well done to Liverpool for winning it. I just like stirring up Ed Dog because I know how much he hates him and he'll never, never let it down. But, Jakey, mate, you've uh, joined us before and we've chatted yeah. to you about the um, Vietnam Swans, but. You also have been involved in another club over in in Manchester, and we'll just give us a quick quick background on on your footy travels. Yeah, so uh, grew up in Borough, playing footy in Borough. Moved up to Adelaide. Um, my dad was born in England, so have a have both passports. So um, decided to shoot over to England for a stint, and uh, wasn't going to play footy. And I got met a, met one of my best mates over there, a guy called Bazza, and uh, he got me into the into the Manchester Mozzies, so I was there for four or five seasons, uh, won a few flags with them. My brother came over and he was there for eight years in the end and won a few more flags. And then my partner I met there, she wanted to go travelling and teach English and um, we ended up in Vietnam and I've been there pretty much ever since playing footy for the Swannies. Yeah. Yeah, well, the Swannies travel at the moment, mate. I've seen that they uh, had a game a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, so... Um, with it throughout Asia, with all the tournaments being um, cancelled, as as is the case in pretty much, I think it well, it would be the case across the world for every every club. Um, we decided to have a a intra club tournament, so the North versus the South, Hanoi versus Saigon, um, and so they played up in up in Hanoi a couple of weeks or four, about three or four weeks ago now, and um, the North got up by just over a kick. Uh, Rained all all game apparently. A uh, few couple of mentions to uh, Jimmy Warland and uh, um, at the Irish the, the Irish gun up in the north, Jason, who kicked five goals each in the in the wet. So uh, yeah, good win from from my area anyway. Being a northern boy, um, so yeah, so that's a that's going to be a three game series. Um, 
with the rugby involved as well, so the Hanoi Dragons and the Viet Celts, which is the Gaelic team. Um, so all the, all the Southern boys, and thanks to all the Southern boys in Saigon for coming up and uh, playing that. Uh, women's footy was on show there as well. Really good day out, apparently. Um, and then uh, we'll be playing the next game uh, on August the 29th in Saigon, which I, I'm assuming I'll be missing. <laughs> and then we'll have a third game in, uh, in Da Nang later in the year, which is uh, the dates to be announced. But uh, that yeah, will be a good one to watch. Yeah. Yeah, we're just getting home looking for you at the moment. Obviously, you're stuck in Borough. Um, unfortunately, for you, unfortunately for you, I'm going to say, with your partner back across Vietnam. So how's it looking about you getting home back to Vietnam? Um, well, it's all, all up in the air at the moment. Um, there was rumours, again, in that they might have been opening the borders in Vietnam in August to a couple of select countries, um, just a couple of flights a week. So I was hoping that I'd be able to transit through one of those countries and get back in uh, with my with my visa situation, but um, it's not looking too bright um, at the moment. Um, so best case scenario would be, I'm, I'm thinking late August, early September, worst case, November, December. Yeah. So, yeah it's a long time to be away from your, your partner, that's for sure. So what's the go over there? You need to, if you get across there, you need to quarantine for two weeks or? Yeah, so um, at the moment, um, only foreign experts, diplomats, things like that, and uh, Vietnamese nationals are being allowed into the country. Um, and with that, you have to quarantine for two weeks. Um, either pay for a hotel or you went, uh, or you go to the army barracks um, and quarantine there. Jeez, you, you wouldn't want to be stuck in the army yeah. barracks for two weeks, would you? <laughs> no, and, uh, have, you, uh, have you managed to get down any footy in, in SAs? I'm I think I saw that there's some games getting played over there. Yeah, there is. My my league's um, having a kickabout. So the Northeastern Football, well, my original league, the Northeastern Football League. Um, my my local club, I was going to pull on the boots for and Borough. They uh, they pulled the pin, and as did uh, you done to Robertstown in our league. So it's just a, I think it's a six a six team league this year. Um, so I was I looked at maybe pulling the boots for an for a rival club, but. It's only a ten-game season before finals, and with with um, what's going on with me being able to fly, whether it's going to happen or not, I thought uh, I didn't really want to pay subs and pay all the fees, and then and then yeah, and then be fl- flying out in two weeks. So I've left I've left it there, but I'm going to go and have a watch tomorrow. Actually, yeah. And last thing you want to do is go out for a game and injure yourself, and then you know flights open and you can't fly back because you're not allowed to, you know you're not allowed to fly or whatnot through an injury. So. I didn't even consider that. Yeah, that's, that's me too. <laughs> that's, it's, it's, it's coming from a bloke that missed the whole season to injury last year. That's why I thought about that. Yeah, that wouldn't be good at all. <laughs> uh, we, had, we had a mate a few years ago that had a, a Euro trip booked and the weekend before his Euro trip, he busted his collarbone and so he missed his whole Euro trip. Oh, geez. Yeah, that's no good. Yeah, that's uh, probably not worth the risk. But uh, let's hope the getting a bit of stuff going over in Vietnam, which is good, and um, we might have to catch up with the boys over there again once they've rounded out their series and and chat, get the winners on or something, I think. Yeah, bloody oath. Yeah, that'd be good. But, um, have you caught many more of the episodes we've been doing lately, mate? What's, 
Yeah, I've watched mate, a few. Bit of, respect, but a bit of respect for number one fan. Thanks, Fifty. God, mate. <laughs> now I've watched a few. Uh, not always, not always live. Um, to get a little bit, yeah, get a bit of viewing in. Uh, it's been bloody good. See all the episodes and all the exposure you're giving to clubs, clubs around the world, and uh, just in general, just all the, um, just the exposure to the game we all all love and. Um, yeah, it's and seeing all these bloody characters all around the uh, all around the globe as well. Yeah, there's been some good characters, and we mentioned uh, before you jumped on. We're talking about Fort Lauderdale. Look out for that one because there's definitely some good characters over in Fort Lauderdale. That's for sure. I reckon Jake could fit right in there. I reckon. You're saying that's yeah. the fighting, is it? Yeah, fighting squids. Yeah. yeah, what a name! That's a bloody that's a belt of that. And when he when he jumped on, he had a squid hat on, a mop <laughs> like that. It was like tie-dyed squid hat. It was uh, sensational. And he tried oh. to play a game in it before the umpire <laughs> told him off. <laughs> yeah, I'll, be, I'll be tuning in for that one. I look forward to that one. Yeah, it's, it's a bunch of, we had what? A bloke, he was a butcher, I think he was. And the bloke we had on next to him was a uh, bloody chef. A pastry chef. What was the other yeah, guy? A musician? Like, you oh, know, he's a, uh, he's orchestra. a orchestra. Yeah, orchestra. Yeah, orchestra. Yeah. Musician. And he'd even he'd even uh, wrote their song because they didn't have a, a team song, so he wrote up a cracking team song for them, which uh, he's it's on their Facebook as well. You got to check that out; it's not bad. Yeah, we'll have to have a look at that. So obviously, you know, down here where me and Rifty are, we are locked down in our houses and can't go anywhere. What's the situation like across in Borough, mate? You able to obviously you able to go watch the footy? You're not, you know, mandatory face masks like we are and all that stuff. No, uh, no, no issues here at the moment. Um, hopefully, everyone stays on it. Uh, a few of a few of you, buddy Victorians, sneaking over the border at the moment, apparently on freight trains and the like, but uh, or driving over and getting bogged. Um, but yeah, uh, no, it's 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 pretty much back to normal here. Um, hopefully, people stay vigilant. Um, hopefully, over there they buddy they stay really vigilant because. Yeah, we don't we don't need that happening. Need it to shut down in Victoria. Hopefully, it gets back to normal soon for you boys and for everyone else as well. Um, but yeah, back here, here, back to normal, and uh, hopefully, hopefully, it stays that way. Yeah, yeah, just got to kick those bloody Victorians <laughs> out of the, out out from trying to jump the borders and yeah, it puts a, literal, puts a literal meaning to that old kick of Vic they used to have across there. Yes. Yeah. Right, your, your number plate, mate. Is it going to change or what? It's not the place to be anymore, is it? <laughs> uh, still the place to be with that fuck which ruined it for everybody. <laughs> yeah, he's doing a good job there, Dan Andrews, eh? <laughs> oh. no, we won't get into he's, that. He's doing a good job compared to the majority of the Muppets around here. <laughs> and that's all I'm saying. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a difficult situation. Everyone's, yeah. everyone's handling it differently, but... Um, Mate. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be the one handling it, I guess. So, yeah, everyone's just got to work together. And no. I'll tell you what, it is a little bit weird going out to do shopping with a face mask on. It like, and just seeing everyone else with face masks on, it kind of feels like I shouldn't be paying for the stuff when I'm leaving. Like, if I'm going <laughs> into a joint with a face covering on, it, like, why am I paying? Like, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like the Wild West. I didn't, gonna, I gonna I did enjoy off. that day, Rifty. It was, um, when Joshua Herford put something in our Cobra Snapchat group and he was getting stuck into a woman not wearing a face mask. And I'm not going to lie to you, I was half expecting a lot of the comments on that group to come back saying, good, you shouldn't have to wear one. But the actual comments back were like, you know, that 
got stuck into the woman not wearing one. I was actually quite surprised that our blokes have embraced it as much as they can. Whether or not that's because they just enjoy looking like criminals for once in their life without being able to be one. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing. It's a good thing to, to be vigilant in that, and I think most people probably over there are, are doing the right thing, which is good to see. Yeah, I think there was something on the news this afternoon that streets that were um, obviously in lockdown, streets that were actually quite busy since the mandatory face masks have come in, it's just shut down. People are going, would rather not leave their house than put a face mask on, which it's working. If that's going to be the way to stop people leaving their house and get on top of this, then you know, so be it. Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah, well, let's face it. There was a lot of people not taking it serious at all. And you could go walk into a shopping centre to go to Coles and there's people just browsing shops and, you know, going into Kmart for their usual browse and, and you're like, mate, you're supposed to be in lockdown. Like, is it essential you go buy bloody $5 homewares items from Kmart or, or what? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's no surprise though the ones that are bitching about the face marks are the ones that were flaunting the rules and not you know sticking to them. <laughs> are you boys get are the co- cobra is going to get some uh, some face masks made up or? Well, that's uh, just been the idea's just been floated and we yeah we might have to get onto it. There you go. Brand get some branded ones and. Uh, yeah, so the, when the bear trap says cobra face masks, I'm going to guess he means like bear trap cobra face masks, like with his face on it as well. <laughs> Yeah, the bear trap COVID, but um, well, was, uh, any bear trap would have his face on anything if he could, but <laughs> I'm not uh, thanks Eve for coming back on, Jakey. We do appreciate you rejoining us and uh, catching up with you again, and hopefully you're able to get back over to your wife. Are uh, you? Well, your missus. Yeah, yeah. Is, uh, oh, sorry, Rick, than... before, before we let him go, actually, Caro uh, sent me a message um, oh, about two weeks ago now. I think he may have caught wind that you were jumping on with us because he sent me a nice video of you singing horses at his wedding. Oh, have you got it? I, I, it <laughs> no, I, I thought better of that because I'm like, I'm not going to do that because there are some pretty sketchy uh, videos of me singing horses out there, so I don't want to uh, throw Jake under it. <laughs> It's uh. You'll be able to see it if I if I play it from here, or yeah, should be able to see it. Yeah, I'll put you onto uh solo layout I... once you get it going. Let's see if I can find Mate, it. The infamous horses. Well, we've heard all about it, and we haven't heard it yet. Oh, it's it's it's, it's the problem. It's not pretty. So uh... <laughs> that's what we like. Yeah, I think I woke up at like three a.m. in the morning when I got it, and I was just like, "Yeah, right, okay, <laughs> thanks, mate. I appreciate it." You can get back to sleep oh. after. Too fired up. Oh, I was ready to go like horses. Holy shit, yeah, here we go. <laughs> uh, so I Joey's mean, uh, definitely can get his face on a face mask. Was it his uh, – His was there a couple other boys flanking me or was there a kid on my shoulders? Yeah, I reckon that was that one, the one flanking you, I reckon. Oh, yeah, good. That's a, that's a little bit better than <laughs> a kid on my shoulders. It's the better rendition, is it? There we go, boys. I'll see if, if we can – if, if you can't see, if you couldn't see that, I've also got the uh, the uh, 
Asian champs medallion around my neck. It had been a couple of weeks since we'd won it and hadn't come off, <laughs> hadn't come off with it every day. So, right. that, That's my next question before we let you go. It, is, what's your day range on this Liverpool thing on Facebook, mate? Like, obviously, I'm friends with you on Facebook, mate. Day 27. Is this going to go like days 365? Are you going to get over it eventually and cut me some slack? <laughs> I get there's a, there's, a, there's a few days there where if uh, sometimes if I'm out of range, I can't, I can't get a post up, but it'll be... It'll probably be a flat uh, seven thirty or a flat ten ninety five because I think we'll be winning a back to back three in a row. <laughs> I won't have anyone following me by the end of it. No, I, don't, I don't mind it. It's it brings joy Keep to my life being someone so passionate. Uh, it's good. It's, it's been a good. It's been a good year in that res, in that respect. Uh, not so good for for everything else, unfortunately. And I'll, give, but, and I'll give you some credit. Majority of Liverpool fans I know are bandwagoners and like oh. Soccer, shit. Oh, Liverpool winning. Go Liverpool. Where at least you're actually a dedicated supporter and have travelled the world to see him. So I'll give you that. <laughs> I appreciate that, boys. So. But, yeah, mate, we'll uh, let you go. We've got to move on. We've got another guest to jump on. And, uh, mate, thanks no, again well, for joining us and best of luck with everything. Cheers for having me, boys. And I look forward to a beer with you once this is all over. Hopefully yeah, uh, nice, either, in, uh, either in Vic or in, um, in Vietnam on tour. We started working the boys up for a trip. He mummoed me a trip overseas, so I told her to Vietnam, so she's going to be praying for me a trip to Vietnam. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> so I'll be there for, for a beer and a kick of footy, don't you worry about that. And mummy, you're listening. I haven't forgotten, so you're paying for it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> All right, Jake, we'll speak to you later, mate. Cheers, have Thanks, a good one. Mate. Okay. Yeah. All right. That was uh, Jackie Norris from Vietnam Swans. Thanks again for joining us, mate. Uh, so we've we got, got another we guest got now. So guest? We're going a bit different. You, you can uh, a bit different to our normal footy guest. He's there, ready to go. Yeah, he's here, mate. Just, just, I'm um, just. Oh, you can't see, can you? I'm just building up. Let see. us know. I can't see, mate. Uh, he's ready to go. So give him a nice intro so we can bring the bring the bloke in. All right. So we've. We're in the, the beanie right here, but we've spoke about Catholic guilt and supporting our our local artists uh, during these times. So I thought, why not get the lead singer on, good friend of mine, Brenton Harris, to have a quick chat about their new single and everything going on. Welcome, Brenton. Thanks for joining us, mate. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Love the uh, love the little uh, banner you've got made up there. That's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, mate. Don't do things in halves here. You're going to do it. You got to do it properly. <laughs> <laughs> I've been saying and, this whole time. You got to fake it until you make it. So you know, <laughs> that's at least it. Look professional. <laughs> I, I've gone the uh, the full unprofessional role here. I've, I've chucked my magpie scarf on just to make half the world hate me before I start talking about things I want them to like. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's all good, mate. We uh, we accept all all footy supporters on this show. We've uh, <laughs> spoke to footy supporters and players all around the world and. We, we thought we'd do something different and start sharing a bit about Melbourne. And, you know, we thought, why not share good friends band and then share that with the world as well. So um, I just saw you've got a new single out and a new film clip. Uh, talk us through the new song, mate. <laughs> no worries. We do have a, a new clip out today. It is called A Boutique Affair. Uh, it's the first song of ours that's come out through our new US indie label, Wiretap Records. Um, they're based over in California. The song is a three-minute sort of pop-punk, punk-rock banger uh, written about how it is extremely hard to make friends the older and older you get. 
um, and uh, sort of about isolation and anxiety and the, the types of things that a lot of people are feeling right now. So um, we present those in a really sunny kind of bright way, um, which is a bit of a fun trick of ours that we have these days is, uh, is telling kind of depressing tales via really happy sounding music. Yeah, no, it was, it's a good track. I, I enjoyed it. And uh, we've, we've spoke, like I said, we've spoken to a lot of people all around the world. And one of the common things that has been um, expressed is that they've come across footy around the world because it's been a way they've made friends as adults in places that they're foreign to. And um, so it should be a good track for everyone to listen to and, and you know, might get relate to the words a bit. I hope so. Uh, and the video clip was a lot of fun to make too. Um, and it features it features the other code, the other the other football code, the uh, the video. Um, we're playing a bit of uh, a bit of soccer in there, or football, as our, our British friends and our drummer would call it. Um, and that's a bit of fun. Uh, shout out to the Melbourne Victory. I've copped so much hate for that from my city supporting friends. Thank you turn you. around to your city supporter friends, support. mate, and tell them to suck your dick. Because Melbourne City is shit, right? <laughs> Melbourne City. I'm, I'm a I'm a passionate Melbourne Victories fan. So uh, when Rifty sent me the message, it's like, oh, we'll get me mate on. They've just released their um their new single. They got a new video clip. Oh, by the way, he's wearing a Melbourne Victory jersey. In it, I'm like, I've got to say this. I'm like, get him on. He's a good boy. Get him on. <laughs> Man, I want my club to have a bit of heritage, a bit of uh, a bit of true. Uh... <laughs> Yeah. value to it by some oil company or some yeah. yeah you don't want to be the the a-league's equivalent of gws <laughs> <laughs> but not be anywhere near but not be any good i believe this is a footy podcast so uh i should yeah. probably uh <laughs> steer away mate. from the a-league chat we're going to get burnt down nah. It's a, uh, he steers it to soccer any chance he gets. Yeah, it's, it's, been long, the UK. it's been a long four months. It's been a long bloody season. I wish they weren't bringing it back, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> My life was better without them playing this year. <laughs> now, you guys but, touched on the fact that footy clubs uh, bring people together. And that's the correlation I can see between what we do as musicians and what uh, footy clubs do. And that is it gives uh, people... A, a common kind of language and a common uh, theme by which they can connect. Um, and I, I found that playing junior sport myself. I was a rubbish footballer, but weirdly, even though I'm short, a really good basketballer. Um, and a lot of my friends in the music scene actually come originally from that sporting background. So it's a, um, it's a really nice correlation between the two. I really miss being able to play to people though, in the same way you guys must miss being able to get around each other and play games. Yeah, definitely. And it was sort of one of the reasons why I thought I'd, I'd share your music with people is that I know that you'd be missing getting out on stage. And, um, you know, when I saw that you'd signed to this label and had, you know, had plans of actually touring and stuff, I thought, geez, he's missing out on a fair bit this year, just like we're missing our footy. And so I thought the least I can do is share it around a little bit. Um, and, but it gets it gets run in my car fairly often. The, my kids do enjoy a bit of the Catholic guilt. Um, <laughs> they love singing the song of the renter. Singing along to that one. That's, That's a, it's it's a fair bit of play. Um, but you are a mad Collingwood supporter. I did warn a dog before <laughs> jumping on. Um, how do you reckon the pies are going this year? And where where do you see them ending up this year? <laughs> 
it's an awkward thing to say um to, to answer get a read on where we are um because we're in a good spot i mean i think technically we're in second or third position on the ladder as of right now um which is a good spot to be but every time we get in front something else happens um it's kind of like a cursed season that's uh that's gradually starting to take its toll you get someone like will kelly comes in kicks a fucking amazing goal in his first track crack and then gets then injures himself you get the degoey thing that's going on obviously which is no one's idea of a good time um and then uh you get uh you get other injuries to other players like jeremy howe's injury which is horrible to watch and they keep putting these bit parts in to replace the players and they're still getting victories but i'm starting to get real nervous if i'm being honest yeah, well, I think uh, Dugowie now getting injured as well just put a, you know, and he probably had his best game of the year with with a severed tendon or whatever it was he's done. And, and then, yeah, unfortunately, he's going to be missing for at least, what, sort of six weeks, isn't he? Uh, yeah, I would say maybe even longer than that, um, irrespective of the injury. I'm just not sure it's the best <laughs> idea to play him at the moment. Um, if I'm being completely honest, in my world, his career would be over. So um, it's an interesting thing to find us in that position. That's not saying whether that's right or wrong. It just is. Yeah, yeah. It's an <laughs> unfortunate thing and it's something um, you know, that we'll let the higher-ups <laughs> deal with that. Um, but, we will. Let's, let's talk about our inability to kick goals or something. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, during our travels around the world, we got to speak to a club over in the US that has ties back to the pies with... Uh, Mason Cox's brother is uh, a player of theirs over in uh, is it Seattle? Seattle? He's, yeah, he's played a few games for. And um, one of the funny stories we came across was uh, Mason Cox actually headed back over to the states when they had their their big tournament, their big uh, U.S. national championships, and he decided he'd be a runner for one of the teams. And he must have been the <laughs> biggest bloody runner running around, <laughs> running messages out to players you'd have ever seen. So. That's amazing. I love the way these clubs are popping up uh, around the world. I've got a mate, Dallas McCulloch. Hey, Dallas. Um, he's based out in uh, Hawaii, and he runs the Hawaiian Eagles, um, which are a, um, a football club out in Hawaii. Um, yeah, we're, we're he, he's, he's the bloke that, though, um, <clears throat> was it Calgary yeah, was saying we needed to get him on and we couldn't end up got yeah, a couple other people on instead. Yeah, up, so we couldn't get him on. Yeah. But, yeah, we've spoken mm. to the Hawaiian Eagles, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's really cool seeing people getting into the game um, and seeing my Twitter feed lights up with uh, with Americans getting into football for the first time in this current climate as well because we've been the only game that's been freely accessible. I mean, you've got the NBA coming up very back very soon and the Premier League's back, but uh, we were a novelty item for a while. Yeah, that was the same as my Twitter for a, a long time. It was sort of nothing really going on, and then all of a sudden you jump on there and it's just americans learning seeing footy for the first time and it's like okay this is a i don't slowly getting somewhere and take i don't know whether it's just the people i follow are retweeting and liking it so much or if it's actually people so many people seeing it now yeah it's uh it's really cool man uh, it's uh it's a great game and i i hope that it continues to, to spread around the world uh we, we could, couldn't feature it in our video clip because uh, no one would have a clue what we were doing and we were trying to tell a story but uh <laughs> i did wish we could uh, i was happy with the melbourne victories the melbourne victory jersey it's good enough for me <laughs> maybe the next time I mean, will be, be a footy one and maybe um we'll have to we'll have to write a song all about how uh the pies in richmond finally played in the grand final in front of nobody in perth 
I don't know. That AFL, be AFL's, AFL's <laughs> wet dream a year late with no result. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so, how, how are you guys well, feeling about uh, about your respective teams? Mate, I was uh, shattered. We couldn't get over the line against Port. I almost didn't have a computer to record this on because I was ready to punch it watching the game. After Robbie Gray kicked that after the siren, but yeah, improvements there, which is good. Yeah, and that's just good. Panic, just let down as usual by the Bombers. My <clears throat> daughter watched her first game and she got the, the proper wrestling, not rocking up after you know potential submitting a top four spot. <laughs> well, I don't, I shouldn't laugh, but uh, I know uh, Ricky through his brother Dan, um, who I knew through my mate Ashley. Um, and Ash and I uh, met a good 15 years ago now. We've been best friends the whole time, and the total number of finals Essendon have won in that time is zero. <laughs> and and you do often go to the footy together for the Essendon-Collingwood clashes. Uh, we do, uh, and, and it's always me feeling good about life, except for this yes. time. He got to be happy in the pandemic era for one minute, which was nice. <laughs> Yeah, but he's happy in the pandemic area. He can't get stuck in here, but he can't be leaving the ground going, ha, take yeah. that, mate, we've won. He's sitting behind a computer screen or phone going, not, ha, 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 not, take that. He's not posting pictures on Facebook of you excited and him disappointed sitting in your chair, <laughs> <laughs> disheveled. Ah, and... <laughs> uh, funny. Yeah. Uh, we better get moving. Uh, thanks yeah. again for joining us, mate. We do appreciate it. And anyone watching this, uh, go check out Catholic Guilt uh, on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube. Uh, go watch the new clip. It's a, it's a cracking song. And, uh, yeah, thanks again for joining us, mate. No worries. Uh, thanks for having me on. And if I could just give a quick uh, shout-out to my friend Sunny Dial, who from uh, Del Santo. Uh, quite the football fan, and she uh, she played the lead role in our video clip. It was her first ever acting performance, and she absolutely nailed it. Give her the gold logie, just like yeah. you guys should get the webby. <laughs> <laughs> nice, we'll uh, we'll take that. And yeah, uh, uh, great job by her. It was uh, like I said, good good clip and a great song too, mate. So, uh, congrats and congrats with the label. I haven't haven't had a chance to speak to you since uh, signed all that. So yeah, congrats on signing with the label and. Best of luck with the album coming out later, and I look forward to hearing some more cracking tunes from Catholic Guilt in the future. Thanks very much, guys. Thanks, Ricky. Thanks, mate. Catch you, man. All right. Ah, something different for you guys tonight. Yeah, just, uh, you know, change it up. And, mate, there's plenty of, uh, like you said, there's plenty of parallels between footy and and music and the little communities that they have and especially, you know, being a small Melbourne band, you know, they're used to playing shows in their, their little local spots and, you know, our good friends Ollie and Scuzzy that play, you know, they always got a loyal following and I'm sure there's a lot of people out there right now that are wishing they could get down to the Stamo and go watch Ollie and Scuzzy on a Saturday night and, and kick back. But Kick back, yeah. man. Kick oh, back is one way of putting it. <laughs> yeah, you know. Anyway, but, Mark, let's get, a, let's get on our next guest, Mark. We're, we're going back a bit here. Well, not that long ago, but a fair enough time ago. Bring, well, welcome in our next guest. He's, he's there, ready to go, but I'm going to let you do a nice intro before I bring him in. All right. So I'm like last time where you're like, is he here? Well, I don't get what's going on. Yeah, mate, you're the producer of this shit. You've got to get steady. And, you know, I, and, I, and I gave you a good, you know. <laughs> okay, we've got something else now. So who we got on next? I, I'll tee it up for you. 
All right, so coming up now, we've got Jamie Townen. He is from the West Lothian Eagles, and he was the guest on our very first Around the Globe episode of the Cobracast. So welcome to Jamie Townen. Hi, guys. How's it going? How you going, mate? Thanks, thanks for joining us. Thanks for coming back on. Yeah, no worries. No worries. Happy to do it. Good to be here. It's always a good laugh listening. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since we spoke to you, mate, and we're going to just jump straight into it. Your new jumper, mate, you've got the new jumper on? Yeah, thought I'd, thought I'd try it out. It's not actually my one. Mine's is in the wash, but yeah, I'm wearing the vice president jumper today because I've still got it. So hopefully he's watching and he can, he can see that I'm wearing his jumper. So <laughs> yeah, but, um, I thought nice. I'd just jump it on. So yeah. We, um, Shout out to O'Neill's, they've done a good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we got these a few, a few weeks ago. So that's kind of what's uh, that's been our sort of big news really since since the last time I spoke to you because not not much else is is going on, really. Cause, yeah, because they're your they're your first jumpers, aren't they? Since you started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had uh, we we obviously had the, we had the connection with the the West Coast Eagles um, up until well we still we still have it. It's still going on, but we've we've sort of traditionally worn their jumpers um, just because that's that's what they sent us. So. We've kept in. We, we decided this year we would try and get some sponsorship, design our own jumpers, and we've we've done that and, and kept in with the kind of West Coast wings sort of style. And the kit sort of obviously the logo is pretty similar too. So we've gone with that, and uh, we're pretty pretty proud to have our own jumpers now. So yeah, that was uh, that was a good that was a big achievement for the club this year, given what's you know everything that's been going on. Yeah. So I know. Um... This year was supposed to be the year Scotland had a big tournament. Yeah. Uh, has there been any talk on rescheduling that for next year or what's the sort of plans with that? Yeah, yeah. So they're, they're rescheduling it now. They, they will host it next year now. So that's the, the Euro Cup where all the kind of international teams across Europe will, will come to Scotland and, and visit um, to, to play the sort of the one-day tournament that, that we call. So you, you play about sort of six or seven games in, in a single day and then at the end of it, so someone's crowned European champion. So it's quite a, quite a big deal to be to be hosting that for, for Scotland. But obviously we were gutted not to get it, not to be able to do it this year. But um, I think that hopefully we'll get something, some sort of games later on in the year to make up for that. And next year, obviously, we'll, we'll have had a whole extra year to prepare for it. So it should be better in theory. So how, how's it all looking over there? And with COVID-wise, are you guys looking at getting any games anytime shortly, or are you still sort of where you were when we spoke a couple of months ago? Um, so we're we're still kind of we're not that much further on from from where we were. Like I mean, I think when when we spoke before, I think it was May, and I was adamant we would be back within a few weeks. But I'm still still adamant we'll be back within a few weeks in July. Um, so yeah, we just uh, just seems to be going really slowly. The the case numbers and stuff like that are, are quite low here now, so they, they they are sort of gradually opening things up again. But we, we we're pretty far. We hope we hope in the next couple of weeks we'll we'll get back to some sort of group training. And at the moment we're just still sticking with the kind of smaller individual groups. But um, yeah, it's been good. Yeah, well, as we've learnt down here, mate, you don't want to open up too early because otherwise you go backwards very very quickly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, it's not. Uh, yeah, it's not been fun for anyone, has it? So, yeah. Um, but that's been. Hopefully, we'll get back on it. Yeah, well, nice. And at least you're able to still get together in some sort of group and and do something. Which, uh, right, that boys yeah, would be yeah, yeah. to so get together. At... Yeah. So the the rules just now is like everything has to be socially distanced, and you've got to be you know so many. Uh, 
house only so many households can go out so we're just we're sticking to that just now we're, we're training in smaller groups in different locations and things like that so everyone's pretty far apart but you know as long as we're getting something done then at least we won't waste the completely waste the lockdown yeah nice and um i see you are partaking in this race to the g um, yeah thing that's yeah, going yeah. on mate, scott went killing it absolutely killing it mate Oh yeah, we, we were doing really well. <laughs> then we've we've had a few injuries now, so we're kind of we're a bit behind this week. But we'll try and we'll try and bring it back at the weekend. I think um, we've, we've pretty much most weeks we've managed to get about two thousand kilometers between. I think about thirty of us that are that are moving. But then with injuries and we've had people going back to us and stuff like that who've had to quarantine, so they're uh, they're kind of stuck in a hotel room. They can't do any. They can't obviously rack up any distance while they're doing that. Um, so yeah, we're doing we're doing pretty well. I think we're in second at the moment, but um, the, the Welsh guys are absolute machines. It looks like so. Yeah, they're uh, on the, on their tails. So how many cars have you put in yourself, mate? I think I'm just approaching six hundred now. So I'm uh, yeah, I'm getting getting up there. I think, or I might be on. I'm on, I'm on about five fifty. I think. So I'm, I'm getting there. I'm putting them in as well. But well, I think we we work four weeks. It's going for. Six, so I think six now. Six. Yeah, I think this is week six. Um, but yeah, I put in that, and we kind of work. I worked out sort of at the start, if thirty people put in something like five hundred and sixty k each, then we would have got the we would get to the target. So that's what I've set as my sort of goal was to get to the that target as soon as I can, and then obviously, hopefully, well, now I think I'll, I'm pretty sure I'll beat it now. So yeah, I'll, uh, unless I get a horrific injury on the way down the stairs or something, but yeah, I'll, uh, I'll keep going. <laughs> But I, I don't think I've driven 600Ks in uh, in the last <laughs> three months. Not since, lock, no, not since lockdown. <laughs> so. I'm not, not going to lie to you. When um, we went, we got opened up for that, about a month we'll open up for it. It was absolutely terrible. My fuel bill went through the roof. I was so used to getting like two months off me off a tank of fuel. And then all of a sudden we opened up. It was gone within a week and a half. I'm like, this is shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably because you had to drive around all the people you hadn't seen for two months or whatever it was as well. So. Yeah, driving yeah, to and from the footy club. Yeah, it was that. You know, when you can only work ten minutes from oh, a seven k drive from home, so I thought you get in my car ten minutes later. I'm at work, get in my car from yeah. work, drive home. That was it. So when you're driving twenty minutes to the footy club and going to see family and all well, that type of stuff, it slowly adds up. But um, one thing I do want to chat to you about, mate, is uh, the Eagles family. You guys have, you know, when we spoke, you were pretty adamant and trying to get a, you know, uh, in. All the Eagles teams connected in some way or another, and you, you've managed to do yeah. that. You've um, you've really taken it by the scruff of the neck and got a nice little Eagles family going. And so, explain that to us, mate. Yeah, well, I think I think you've probably heard about a lot of it on the podcast because I've I've listened to the Eagles, other Eagles clubs anyway that have been on like um, Waterland and Burnaby, uh, Leo. I think DC were on it as well. DC Eagles and Hawaii Eagles. So like we've sort of managed to connect up with a lot of those kind of clubs on on Instagram and things like that, and get a few different few different things going on with them. So I think the the idea is that we'll do um, you know we'll we'll do some kind of challenges and stuff like that, like we've been doing. So we've done we we did a thing called Dingoes Bingo with the, the Dallas Dingoes. Um, so they they came up with this challenge thing, and it was like a bingo card. So it would be like kick twenty goals with your left foot, kick. You know, run however far, do however many press ups and stuff like that. If you got enough of the squares on the patch, then you got dingo bingo. So we did a challenge with them for a bit, and uh, yeah, I think we're we're looking to do something like that with the rest of the Eagles uh, teams now. Um, so we talked before when, the last time on the podcast. I was talking about um, the kind of Eagles Cup 
But uh, yeah, we can't do. I don't think we'll get to do that this year. But sorry, my dog's just coming. <laughs> He's very keen on uh, Dingo Bingo. See, Rifty, that's how you speak to a dog, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Gone now. It's not it. <laughs> um, yeah, so we, we're trying to. We wanted to do an Eagles Cup with the the European Eagles teams more than we didn't think it probably wasn't going to be feasible to do it with the US teams. But yeah, we wanted to try and do something like that and. Um, we were planning to do that originally in September, but I doubt most of us will be able to fly by September. So that'll probably go to next year now, but definitely something that we're keeping open is, is the sort of open sort of communications and chats with uh, with the other Eagles teams and um, obviously with West Coast Eagles as well. Yeah, we definitely hope you get that Eagles Cup, Cup, Cup up and going. What do you reckon, Rifty? Uh, once it does, they do get the Eagles Cup going, we do a little bit of special special live episode from wherever they are. We'll get them all on. On, you know, talk shit to each other and get stuck into each other's special live episode with all the Eagles family. We need to work out how to stream it somehow. I think we could do that though. Sure, we could get something going. We'll have to, yeah, get something. I know Yaz, Yaz from Waterland is very keen yeah. to get that going. And you might have to just organize it as a, a an add on to the uh, Euro Cup or something and get it, you know, as a curtain raiser or, you know, a bit of a everyone's coming over to, for the Euro Cup anyway. And if the other Eagle teams aren't, aren't making it to the Euro Cup, they come over for the Eagle Cup and do yeah, it all in one. I think, yeah, I think that was – I mean, the, the idea was we would uh, we would head out to Amsterdam. So that was the yeah, – we'll, we'll still try and get an Amsterdam trip next year and see what we can see what we can manage. Yeah. I, I know. That dog – <laughs> Many of our players would be love to get over for an Amsterdam trip, and I'm sure after I'll send you the, 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 the boys from Waterland, and uh, yeah, they they definitely have a good time over there. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, yeah. I spoke to you guys a couple of times now as well, so <laughs> we've heard about it. Well, you probably heard a lot more than us because you didn't say too much. But I reckon we're fan. I reckon we're fan out more about Yaz from other people like we saw the dolphin that was also it was berlin i think mentioned Yaz as well maybe yeah maybe yeah i think he's pretty well known around europe i'd say yeah. he's, he's one of these he's been around for forever and he's at the all the euro cups and stuff like that so even if you didn't know him you've probably seen him if you're in your if you're playing in europe he, he did say his his elbows are known around the league yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I've ever played against them, actually. So I don't you know. probably don't want to after what he told us, but <laughs> I'll find out. <laughs> uh, but mate, thanks heaps for jumping back on. We do appreciate you taking the time out of your day to join us again, and um, best of luck with everything going on over there. And hopefully, you do get get a bit of footy at the end of this year. And and uh, if you do get something going with the uh, the Eagles. Cup, we'll uh, definitely have to chat to you, chat to you again then. Definitely, yeah. Cheers, guys. Enjoy, Thanks, mate. Take care. Cheers, Cheers Jeremy. Yeah, a bit of a throwback that one, mate. Yeah, back, back to Ep One, mate. That's uh, yeah. What do they call it in the industry? A callback, callback. Yeah, callback. Yeah, throwback. Yeah. Uh, That's so, Jersey, sorry. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, so James Gibson uh, from the Cardiff Panthers and Welsh football. Uh, nice little comment from him. Yeah, thanks, James. We uh, appreciate it. While we're uh, got them going. Oh yeah. Thanks to the uh, the Carter boys for the beanie. There's my camera. There it is. Yeah, very nice. You uh, you um, 
dibs the beanie very quickly, didn't you? When you when they sent the oh. package over with a couple couple hats. And... Right. <laughs> I've got to keep myself warm in winter, mate. Yeah, it's a fair call. Fair it's call. It's a fair but, call. Uh, but um, right, before my big news, big news out of the club. One, one, yeah, it is big. It's big enough yeah. news. To, uh, it's big enough news. Just get a segment of the podcast. Yeah, well, I guess so. Um, so twenty twenty, obviously twenty twenty didn't go ahead. Obviously, unfortunately, and um, yeah, we appointed well, the new coach at the start of last or back in the last season for this season. Uh, Battis, so he didn't get a chance to have a crack this year. So we've um, he signed on, ready to go for twenty twenty one. Yeah, we locked him in, signed him in, signed him up. Uh, he's happy to – he can't wait to get back into it. He's, he's shattered that he couldn't get a crack at it this year because, um, you know, like we've mentioned a few times, well, we're having a pretty bloody good preseason and we're looking looking all right. So he's keen as. He's signed on for 2021 and can't wait. Uh, let's hope that we get, get to at least start a preseason – this year, and, and we can get back out there with the boys. But. What are the chances by then? It's going to be hard to pull them off the golf course, though. Yeah, mate. Can, can extra, an, an extra eight, nine months on the golf course. I reckon it could be hard for him to you know, might, ditch yeah. his Saturdays. And I, I reckon his, his handicap will be getting better and better. He'll be, mate, he'll be on the bloody PGA Tour by then. He'll be freaking that good at golf. Yeah, that means, though, McCormick Constructions, sponsor. He's making yes. more money. You, you know what that means. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's uh, staying on board, and and you know you, you'll read on Facebook a lot. There's articles popping up every day with coaches that are leaving clubs, and you know new coaches now looking for clubs during this time. Um, so it's great that we've been able to lock lock Fattis in, and and he um, gets it gets a crack at it next year, and hopefully you know. We'll stay on for a couple of years as the coach, and we'll he'll be there with us, helping us build back up to two teams or you know, whatever we aim to get to in the future. Um, and we've mentioned many times that we are looking to start a women's team, so expressions of interest are out there for that. And if you are looking to, to join a women's team next year, we're we're keen to start one. So we're looking for coaches and players and everything to do with the women's club so we'll anyone probably, out there we'll probably throw up a, a expression of interest coach um advertising in the next week or two just to try and get the ball rolling on that because obviously you can't really have a game have a team without a coach i guess yeah um yeah so that's that's the big news so okay, we're 50 we're 50 episodes in mate we've Absolutely raised this. We've raised to 50 games quicker than blokes to double up at our club across the last few years. Um, but we got this quicker than you got 200 games. That was 200, so. But maybe we got to 50 quicker than you got. Yeah, anyway, you missed a joke there, mate. Anyway, um, <laughs> it's we haven't we haven't done this for a while, and it actually feels quite strange doing a podcast. Because, <laughs> like, we, we'll, we'll do that. Point, well, at, point, at point in time, we're doing five, six a week, and... This is the first one we've done in about three weeks, and it's a little bit, um, yeah, a bit, bit different. But and your life um, has changed, mate. It has. You, you, know, you are a proud father now of little OJ Etridge. Uh, yeah, mate. The OJ juice, as I'm dubbing it. Yeah. <laughs> um, how's the first week been, mate? The first, well, was it nine, ten days? Yeah, now? nine, ten days. Oh, the first probably week was pretty good. Like, it wasn't too bad. 
the last couple of nights she's been a bit more um, unsettled and not wanting to uh, sleep of a night time, which I get. But um, I've been showing the ropes, mate. Like last night when she wouldn't want to sleep, got up to the couch, put a Dave Chappelle on for her to, you know. I'm trying to teach her very young that, you know, these are the people that needs, she needs to listen to and everything like that. And um, this morning I obviously at this point in time, you know, let her go see um, family members and family members can't see you. So my sister... And her partner um, haven't been able to come and see, see her yet. So this morning, um, she was crying, everybody little eyes out. And I thought, you know, I've got to try and find a way to try and cheer her up before it's feed time. And um, our talented friend, Lewis, Lewis Farman, who's done our music for all our um, uh, ads at the start, he's got a SoundCloud page, uh, Lewis LaFox. I was playing that for her and she settled down quite nicely. So I was like, yeah, that's your Uncle Lou right there. Don't. Now they can't quite. They can't come and see you, but you can at least hear their voice through um, you know, media content, which was nice. But yeah, it's it's been it's been good. I'm not gonna lie to you. Cal, Cal walked in about an hour ago, and before we started this, I was on the bed, and there she is sitting next to me. And Cal's walked in. And she's like, "Was she crying?" I'm like, "No." She's like, "Why'd you take her out there?" I'm like, "Oh, well, she's probably coming to order." <laughs> so she's um already got me wrapped around a little finger very very quickly. No, that happens, and. Daughters, mate, you're going to be wrapped around her finger for the rest of your life, unfortunately. So uh, deal with it. Yeah, you get it's, that. Uh, you know, she'll, daddy's little princess. And, mate, she won't be able to do anything wrong. <laughs> you say that now. Let's, uh, let's see what happens when she gets to a teenager. <laughs> mate, yeah, it'll be wait till, wait till dad gets home. He'll deal with you. And then you'll get home and you just melt like butter, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I tell her off. Uh, thanks, Moyo, mate. We appreciate your support. Um, and, mate, we've got to get you on before 100 episodes, I reckon, Moyo. I reckon you have some good stories to tell. Yeah. Um, yeah, have uh, we got any other questions coming through at all? Or, nah, it's just you know? Joey bang absolutely to his face masks. Yeah. So, yeah um, just saying that about him, just absolutely... I wonder, how he's, I wonder how he's traveling at the moment with COVID. <laughs> I'm sure I wonder, if he's in, I wonder if his phone's getting a decent workout at the moment. <laughs> I wonder if but he's anyway. got his uh, bearskin rug yet. <laughs> Ready for his calendar shot. Oh, shit, eh? Um, but anyway, mate, so we've got... <laughs> when I started with this about five minutes ago when I've gone, we've got the 50 episodes quickly. Um, we're not finished yet, mate. We've got... How many episodes have we got? Like still recorded that haven't uh, get uh, yet to be released. About twenty odd, twenty five. Oh, yeah, I'd say a shitload. <laughs> um, yeah, mate, we got heaps. Oh, look at this muppet! Look at this muppet. Nah, he's not. Well, he was. Then he went into lockdown, gained about fifty kilos. <laughs> <laughs> the, and, the, uh, the better half, yeah, the better half now jumping on and saying the right thing here. Yeah, thanks, Mel. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um, Get your boyfriend in check, could you? And uh, FYI, Joshy, nah, he, uh, I did. He's a good I did, bloke. He's a good bloke. I did I'll see. I did see you message Joshy, and um, yeah, close to eight. Once we pretty much finish this, we'll be jumping straight on that Zoom chat, mate. I just I can't reply to you while we're recording, mate. But hey, I'll give it to him. He's a good bloke. I love Joshy. Um, but mate, it's time to ease up on the carbs if you want to get back in, <laughs> <laughs> in playing shape. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> uh, that dog's lost it. Um, it's more because that's the shit that's normally reserved for our Zoom chat. We're having after this with our players. Just talking <laughs> shit about each other. You just go on. You know what, Joshy? But that's it. Is it is what happens? That's what I love he's, about he's, Josh. He's shacked up. He's got a good woman. It's feeding him well, and he, um, you know. You're always going to gain a bit when you're getting a good feed every night. And, mate, Jolly keeps going on at 15 between you. He's the bloody one that cursed you in the first place. So, By the way, Bear Trap, make sure you uh, yank, on the fo- yank on the footy, which you spoke about earlier. Make sure you tune to that, mate. You got a nice sort of mention about ruining my life my year last year. Yeah, it might, it might not be until the second episode. It's a two-parter. <laughs> um. <laughs> nice. I will. I will give him credit. He's been having a hello fresh meal, um, lately. So he's been trying to watch his weight. Doesn't help when you have two people in the house. <laughs> you have two people in the house, so you're eating for four. So Josh is eating for three of them. But <laughs> it was nineteen. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. Just go and eat your burritos, Joshy. <laughs> 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 but anyway, mate. So. As I said, we've got so many lined up. We've actually got something else planned as well, which I don't, I'm not too sure we've, uh, we've touched on. So I want to give the people um, you know, something else that we've got lined up and planned moving forward towards the back end of August, starting. Yeah, so we're reaching out to some local clubs. Uh, we've got a couple lined up already. Your, your good mate that's played at South Croydon in a premiership uh, is going to jump on at some point, and we're going to... Frankie. Frankie, yep. I, I was searching for his name, but I couldn't remember. Yeah, Frankie but, uh, Anderson, uh, Northern Blues. Uh, I think he finished third in the best and fairest last year. He's actually was a potential draft pick last year, but missed out. Now playing across at Swan District, so probably really helped his chance of getting drafted next year by playing in a league that's currently playing football. Mate. And um, uh, you mentioned South Croydon. Yeah. If Josh is still watching, mate, uh, let's not forget that good old uh, mate Tyson, Josh. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, we've got, we've got some local clubs lined up And we've said it before If anyone else wants to jump on and have a chat with us At some point in the future we, We'd love to do it And um, you know, chat to clubs See what, what they're doing to get through these times And, and you know We're also um, lining up a, conversa- a chat with a, a Gaelic team uh, based out of Melbourne as well to find out. You know, we're finding out how Aussie rules teams go about playing a non-native, <laughs> a non-native game in Australia. We're going to find out how you know, the Irish um, community go about getting sponsors and GAA and all that type of stuff in Australia. So, and I'm I'm finally being sidetracked. About time, blokes jumped on the comments. Yeah, it's taking them all night, but get on, get on to Mel's one. It's crumb to loomy jolly. It's the... <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't fried cheeseburgers. That was a that was crumb crumbed halloumi in the burger on top of the big cheeseburger. <laughs> so just adding some extra carbs and fat into the to the burger. So yeah. Uh, while we've got you, Joey, do you want to um, you a bit of a reality TV buff? Do you want to you know, name the show that you, you messaged my wife the other day? What she needed to get onto? I got a Kelly come up the other day and she's like, "Oh, Joey sent me a message today." I'm like, Joey one. Oh, I'll tell you a great new show I've got to get on to watch. 
<laughs> uh, I thought you were full back, by the way, Joey. Just FYI. Only a second. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon it's about time we uh, we wrap this up and jump onto that Zoom chat and we can really get stuck oh, into these I, fellas. I want to know what the show is. What's oh, okay, show? well. What's the sh- Everyone's waiting with bated breath to find out what this new reality show is to get onto. Oh, it won't be something you want to watch, mate. It's more up your teen mum, Ellie. Mate, I don't want to watch it. So it's, it's, it's a typical jolly reality TV show that's just. I, I will say one thing though: I'll be disappointed if Jolly hasn't put in an application for the next season of Big Brother. There we go. Marrying millions, apparently, it's called. No, that's terrible. Sounds ordinary, but Jolly, get onto it. Big Brother applications are open. I want to see you on the next season. If you get on that, I will definitely watch Big Brother, and I'll. I'm still on the fence. You. I'm I'll on the fence. <laughs> Mate, if he's on it, it'd be right. He'd probably get oh. voted off the first week, <clears throat> let's be honest. Nah, so I reckon about a week is good. Second week, second week's when he starts, you know, snapping at everybody and getting a bit angry. Like, he struggles to be with blokes for three days straight, let alone bloody three months or two know, weeks, however long it goes for. If he can't smoke, it might not last a week. Oh. Uh, He'd quit before, I reckon he could do it again. If he can't have his red wine, then he might struggle. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It'd definitely be entertaining. Whether he got voted out week one or not, I'd still watch it. It'd probably be even funny if he's getting out, voted out week one because <laughs> he would have done some shit all, to get voted off. That's uh, and all this time, people were saying that Joey would make the best reality TV star at Sand. Now, he's proven to be wrong very quickly. Yeah, come on, Joey. Everyone's talked you up as the best. Best reality TV star, so get on to it. Apply for Big Brother, and we'll make it our the slogan. Right, me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Isn't that what you do uh, in the diary room by yourself? <laughs> oh. Thanks everyone for watching. Thanks to Jake Norris, Brenton Harris, Jamie Townen for jumping on and joining us today. Um, we appreciate everyone. Look out for our episodes coming up. We've got the Jacksonville Saints. Saints. Uh, yeah, so this week is Jacksonville Saints, UCC, UCC, and Wimbledon Hawks. Yes, Wimbledon. Uh, one of the ones that Jakey Norris actually organised for us. So there you go. That's always number one number one fan. Yeah, and UCC is a different one, mate. They're a university team, so it's a mm. little bit different to the normal sort of footy club. You know that. They're a bit younger. They're just at university and they've come across Aussie rules at uni. So, um, and that's a men's and women's team. So, yeah, it's a little bit different to the normal sort of Aussie that started a club up somewhere. Um, yeah. yeah so, we're we're going to have got plenty more coming up after that. And coming up, a special episode, mate, with uh, the chairman of AFL Europe in a couple of weeks. So, that was a special one for us to do. We are Dan Jackson, former Richmond player, currently. Uh, Chairman, yes, he has a role. He has a role in Adelaide at the moment. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, he's a uh, he's a coaching well, part of the coaching panel with Adelaide, and uh, I think he's their runner. Yeah, I think that's what he sort of. I think he does. does a, he does their running duties on game day, but um, yeah, no ding yeah. up, but yeah, yeah. But that was a great chat. That was a really good one, and um, you get a lot out of that. And yeah, so we we'll look look forward to getting that episode out. But, anyway, mate, yeah. let's, wrap, let's wrap this up. I want to jump on the Zoom call and really get stuck into these fellas. Yeah, for sure. All right. 
Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next one. This has been another episode of the Cobra Cast with the Prison VP.